welcome to the Mastering College to Career podcast where we're here to help you land your dream job. So if at any time during this episode you find any value, please make sure you take a screenshot and you share it with a friend. And don't forget, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. That will mean the world. So without further ado, enjoy this episode. Welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast. This episode is going to be a little different because this is more of a conversation with um, Gabriel Zayas and I'm really excited about this conversation because um, this is not going to be your average conversation. We're actually going to have to be a little bit, you know, we're going to be open, vulnerable, and we're just going to talk about some of the struggles that college students face but not really talk about because I think right now in the age of social media and students that are looking at what other students are doing, whether it's through LinkedIn or even Instagram and Facebook, they're just thinking and seeing other students highlight reel and not really seeing the struggles. No one's posting when they don't get a job. No one's posting when they're going to their fifth interview and they don't get a call back. And we think that every single time you apply for a job, you're gonna get it. And that's really not the case. And you think that because you graduate with a college degree, that you're guaranteed to have a job. And that's really not the case. In reality, two out of three students are graduating college without a job lined up. And all we hear is that one out of three students that actually does have a job. And so we think that that's the reality, but that's really not the reality. And so, um, you know, I'm really excited Gabriel, to have you here yeah. and to just talk about your experience because at the end, um, you, you, there is a little happy ending, you know, Gabriel does end up getting a job, but you know, there is a struggle and actually even Gabriel did a lot of great things while he was a student. And so to think about somebody that was involved like Gabriel to go through the struggles that he did, imagine if you're just a student that goes to class and goes home. So um, we'll talk about it more, but Gabriel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Uh, you know, it's a real honor. I feel privileged to be on here, and I, you know, I just wanted to thank you for inviting me on so I could share my story. No, absolutely. I know that we had lunch a couple days ago, and we just had a conversation. It was a great lunch. I think we were talking for over an hour, mm-hmm. and I really was able to pick your brain, and I was like, wow, this is I wish we had a camera during our lunch. And so mm. what we're trying to do is just kind of go over those conversations that we had at lunch because I think it's really important for students to understand that. So um, let's talk about, you know, you. Like, did you always know that you wanted to go to college? Absolutely. I, I think one of those, those, that was one of the things that I kind of knew my entire life. So even from, you know, when you start thinking about college, maybe in middle school or in high school, um, growing up, my parents, that was one of the things that they really pushed on me and my, me and my brother was getting an education and how important education was. Um, and then so I, I guess when I kind of got to college, that was the main goal um, of, you know, whether it was you know, starting at Valencia and transferring to UCF. My goal throughout the whole thing was to just graduate from college, to be the first my, fa- my family for, to graduate from college. Um, and out of the people that I went to high school with, um, you know, I was one of those people to, to actually go to college. Um, but initially, from a young age, it, that was definitely something that was on, um, you know, something that it was, it was expected of. Um, and really just initially that the, the main goal was to just graduate from college. Mm-hmm. So tell me, so you said, were you the first one, were you a first generation college student? Yes, I'm a first generation Latino uh, college student. What do you think was your biggest obstacle starting out with college? 
Initially, everything was kind of new to me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful really that I started at Valencia first. I could have just uh, transferred to UCF. I could have applied and, and went directly to UCF. I, knowing myself, I, I, I thought that Valencia would be a better starter and it really was. Um, so at Valencia, I, I didn't have much of a, a challenge or a tough time. I think it was just getting acclimated to, you know, every college student, you know, it's not high school, you know, there's not gonna be your teacher's not gonna be over you making sure you're doing your homework. So everything kind of be self-guided was the uh, was the initial kind of transition, you know. And then when I got to UCF, it was more of, a, of a, a culture shock. That was probably the biggest thing. For me, you know, UCF was only 30 minutes down the road, uh, but it seemed like worlds apart kind of from where I came from in, um, in high school. Yeah. So while you were a student, that at any time did it cross your head that when you graduated that you weren't going to have a job? Yeah, yeah. The closer, so I initially started out as a finance major. So I started in the College of Business. I started as a business student and I was getting very close to graduating with the, the bachelor's in finance. And I went to a career fair and I ended up getting an interview uh, for a financial representative with a, a very large um, insurance company. And I can remember going to career services, going on the interview, and I completely bombed it. I mean, I, I couldn't have done worse uh, in that interview. I mean, it lasted maybe only 15 minutes, and then um, I remember leaving that interview um, really having a sense of fear. You know, it wasn't just a worry, it was, it was a legitimate fear that I'm so close to graduating, I'm so close to finishing my degree, and my fear was that, my fear that I was going to graduate, I wasn't going to have these interview skills, I wasn't going to do good on interviews, and at most, or you know, I should say at minimum, I was just going to get an entry level job, you know, at some place doing, uh, you know, minimal kind of work. Um, so that was my biggest fear. I, 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 I kind of assumed, you know, maybe that just because I had a college degree that, you know, I'll graduate and I'll eventually get a job, but it wasn't, I wasn't very optimistic about it, yeah. When do you think that that it hits you that I was like, oh, I need to make sure I make finding a job a priority because I'm graduating or I'll graduate it and I mean, I just spend the last four or five, six years of your life doing it. Yeah, it, it was definitely in that last semester that that was really the eye opening experience. Um, you know, in, in that initial kind of run through with a finance major, I didn't have kind of those internships that maybe would have uh, you know, I would have had that revelation earlier. I wasn't really meeting with professors. I wasn't going to career services. So that was really the, the changing moment for me, the eye-opening experience. And in that semester, uh, that fall semester, I planned out kind of what goals I wanted for spring. Because I knew this, that this was a problem that I had to address and I had to tackle it. And it really just came down to realizing that the skills that I needed to do good on, on an interview, the skills I needed to get a good, to land that kind of career that I wanted, I wasn't getting them from my class, from my classes. You know, at the time there wasn't an interview 101 class. It wasn't a professionalism class. Um, and those goals kind of uh, helped me kind of prepare me to, uh, propel me to kind of go down that road so I could start uh, building the confidence so I could get the career that I wanted. So walk me through what was going through your head once you were at graduation, and I'm sure your family and your friends were there, and they were very happy that you've graduated, but you didn't have a job lined up. Yeah, um, 
you know, looking back, if, if I could kind of do it over that last semester, I, I definitely would have took the time to start either planning or, you know, start a, uh, making a, a game plan, per se, of, of how am I going to land this, uh, you know, the job that I want, you know, after graduating. So I got the degree. What, what's the next step from there? Um, so when I did graduate, I had an idea of a, a couple places that I wanted to interview, and, and that's kind of where I started. But I, I didn't take the time to kind of say what, you know, based on what my skills, based on what I'm good at and what I'm looking for, what's the ideal kind of situation for me. So it was very just kind of spur of the moment, the opportunities that I knew I kind of had in front of me, um, and then working on, to, on kind of taking advantage of those opportunities. Yeah. So you graduated in December 2018, mm -hmm. correct? January 1st, you're still like, you know, you're, you're, you're applying for jobs with nothing yet. Yeah. What's going through your head? Um, I, so initially, kind of going back to January, beginning there, initially I, I kind of knew that there was one specific company that I wanted to apply for. I, I had a real good relationship through my involvement at UCF with the recruiter. Um, and I, I kind of, that was my sure bet. And, you know, I, I did what you know, I would advise most students not to do and kind of putting all your eggs in one basket, right? And so I, I was really banking on that. And um, so I was really kind of preparing for that. I was doing my research and I went and applied and I had the interview some, and towards the beginning of February. Um, and so when I applied, I interviewed and I got maybe the call back maybe about a week after that. Um, you know, sure that that they're going to offer me the position, and they ended up not um, wanting to go through with me as as kind of a candidate. So I got turned down for the job, and then that's kind of where, also kind of the discouragement of, of, of not getting the job, also with the realization of okay, I'm, I'm literally probably now two months from graduating. You know, now it's in February, I'm literally starting from scratch, um, and so that was a difficult month. You know, to be to be completely yeah. honest and to be open. Um, but I knew that focusing on that, you know, focusing that I didn't get the job or, or what I didn't do to kind of, you know, put me in a better situation wasn't really going to get me any further. Um, and then that's when I kind of really pushed myself and motiv made it, motivated myself and kind of changed the way I thought about it to say, I can turn this situation around and, and I can actually come out better. And so one... Uh, one specific thing about the job that I was interviewing for was that there was a, a class approaching that was going to start in March. So that's why I kind of was uh, making sure I was on top of it so I could get in that class and that I wouldn't have to wait until maybe in the summertime to, to begin working. And so since I didn't have that pressure of, of a time frame or a time limit, I was able to kind of take the time to focus on myself and say, you know, what, what do I really kind of want out of this uh, you know, the first job that I, I get out of, out of college is to begin my career. What am I good at? You know, what experience do I have? What can I offer? Um, you know, what are my skills? And that allowed me, once I got over kind of the whole, uh, you know, not getting that initial job, allowed me to take that time to focus on myself. Um, and I took about two weeks, maybe about a week and a half to really work on my resume. I did a ton of research on LinkedIn. I probably looked at over a hundred LinkedIn profiles where that were uh, from people that were in positions that I wanted to be in. So that was specifically the digital marketing specialist. And that really helped me be confident um, in what I could offer. Mm -hmm. And I guess when you, you look, so 
you're you're really kind of were like confident that you're gonna get this job mm -hmm. with a particular company. When that didn't happen, then you started working on your resume. Did you find it that it was harder for companies to talk to you after you had graduated? Like when did, did or, or did you find it that it was easier? Like are companies because you've Definitely. already graduated, was it harder or easier for companies to like get an interview or get to the next I, phase? I think honestly, I think it was harder. I think yeah. it was harder. You know, because as a student, um, you you don't have that expectation that uh, that you have as a graduate, right? As a graduate, it's kind of a it's kind of a stigma. And uh, you know, if you're a recruiter and I say, "Hey, Dan, you know, I just graduated from UCF. My degree is in psychology. You know, these are my skills. You know, I just had an internship, etc." Uh, you know, I feel like. Uh, that the recruiter is going to think, well, well, how come you know if you're such a great candidate and you just have so much yeah. talent? How come you don't have a, a job, job already? Yeah. yeah. And as a student, you don't have that that worry um, that, that 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 that's what the recruiter is going to think um, because you know it's expected that that's that's why you're talking with. It's a red flag. So coming from yeah, the other definitely. side of it, right? Coming from the t mm -hmm. from me who. Uh, I did a lot of campus recruiting for a Fortune 50 company, right, for PepsiCo, and then as well as in my recruiting experience, when a student had graduated, it was a red flag. And there is a lot of management training programs or a lot of companies that after six months past your graduation, you're no longer considered a college hire, which makes it 10 times harder for you to even get your foot into in the door in the, in the organization. And so I think, you know, that, that is something that's really important for students that are watching this or listening to this however you're consuming this content, understand that as soon as you graduate, it's now two times, three times harder at least to get in front of employers because it is a red flag. Um, and so I'm glad like, you know, you're sharing that because I can yeah. say that, but you lived it. And so you know that it's so much harder. Let's talk about this, right? So a year before you graduated, so we're talking about you're about to start your fall semester in 2017, right? Yeah. How confident were you that you're gonna get a job before you graduated? At, at this point in, I would call it my college career, I, I was a, I was definitely more confident. Yeah. You know, I was 100% confident that I was gonna get a job. What type of job, whether it was a job that, you know, I was really excited about, um, that, that, maybe not to that point, but I was definitely 100% confident I was gonna get a job. And, and the reason that was because compared to, you know, when I had that first interview uh, that kind of opened my eyes, um, I had been way more involved. So, um, you know, going back to those goals that I had set for that semester, I, I, achieved two, I achieved three out of the four goals that I had. One of them being joining Alpha Kappa Psi, which is the professional business fraternity. And, and that definitely helped me a lot. That definitely, um, uh, you know, kind of lit a fire in me, kicked me into gear. And made me more driven and kind of more ambitious to kind of the goals mm -hmm. that I want, and I, and I didn't set the bar uh, so low. And then also Alpha, uh, and that helped me tremendously. That introduced me to a ton of people who have been very influential in kind of my development, as uh, you know, not only as a student but also as a as a young professional. Um, so at that point, you know, knowing that I have a full kind of year left before I graduate. Um, I was definitely a lot more optimistic and wanted to just kind of take that last year to accomplish all that I could uh, before I graduated. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So now let's let's and and I think you know what I find a lot is that students have this false sense of feeling that graduating is guaranteed them a job and they have this 
they're not worried about it. And yeah. the further they are, the less worried they are. And you know, actually understandably, like if you're a freshman, you have so much time to, to be able to graduate with a job, right? But the closer you get without, you know, a, a job offer, because really companies could extend a job offer even your junior year. I, I've seen this happen where you get it, you do your internship going into your senior year in the summer and that August, so we'll, you will have a job offer even if you graduate in a year later. So hmm. you could even potentially even have a job offer a year in advance, which that is the best case scenario. And that is really rare, but it does happen and, and you can position yourself to that. But what advice would you give a student that's going into their senior year right now, right? They have, they still have a year or even let's talk about they, they, they graduate in May or they graduate in December and they're currently are getting ready to go to start the semester, but I have no concern about the fact that they're going to graduate with that, like a job. Like they're just so confident about it. What would you tell them? I, I would tell them it, it's, I think it's really just about being prepared, you know, and, and it's about being responsible and it's, I, I would say it, part of it is going against the grain and you know that you might want to try to pack in as much as you can because you know, okay, I'm about to graduate, you know, I want to accomplish as much as I can and you want to do those kind of things, uh, you know, whether it's homecoming, you know, those kind of traditional things of, of the college experience. But you should also, um, you know, I, I had a, I had a, um, uh, uh, basically a professional development program with Charles Schwab uh, a couple years ago. And on the last uh, workshop that we had, one of the guest speakers had said that there's, um, you, you can either, there's two types of drivers basically, right? There, there's drivers that kind of drive with very close to the steering wheel and, and they're focused on kind of what's in front of them. And then there's drivers that look ahead, right? And they can see, um, and they kind of drive like that, you know, seeing further down. And, and he, he asked, you know, why, why would you drive like that, right? And it's so you can see what's coming ahead. Um, and that's exactly the, I, you know, I like analogies a lot. Um, that's exactly 100% the advice I would give to students, right? Um, a lot of students, especially myself, in that senior year, were just kind of focusing on what's ahead, right? I, I had been in school for so long. Um, you know, it was such a big deal for me to graduate, you know, as I said, first generation, that really all I was praying for and hoping for was like, I just got to cross the finish line. I just got to get on that stage, get the diploma, and that's it. Um, and, and that's great, you know, especially how far I've come. But knowing myself too, it's about how far I can go, right? Um, so I, I, would, I would go back or, you know, to tell students now is to look ahead, right? So you can manage everything that you have to do. You can, you know, pass all your classes, meet all your requirements, while also still doing that, um, you know, uh, career discovery, you know, and saying, okay, what, what career do I want? You know, which is how, hopefully at the, at the point that you're going into your, your senior year, you should have some kind of idea of it. And then also, too, looking at prospective companies that you want to um, potentially work for. And you can accomplish all that as opposed to, you know, saving it up to your last semester or, like the majority, you know, doing a post-graduation. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this conversation has been great. I think if there's something that students should take away from this is do not make finding your or finding a job put don't put that in the back burner don't say well i can focus on that after i graduate i'm just going to worry about passing my classes and making sure that i graduate like yes you need to graduate right that's that's extremely important 
but I would much rather you focus on getting in your job before you graduate than, and getting a B in a class than getting an A and graduating with no job. At the end of the day, you went to college, so have better opportunities than you did if you didn't go to college. And focusing 100%, whether it's on your GPA or 100% on your student organizations that you're at, um, and not making finding your dream job or finding a career your priority is gonna come and bite you in the butt. Like it really will be. And so I think you need to make sure that you go to career fair um, every semester. You go to career fair. You you go to career services. Use the resources that are available to you to make sure that you you make this finding a job a priority. Any last final thoughts that you want to share that maybe we haven't covered? Um, no, you know, you definitely hit it right on the head. It, it's possible, you know, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, you said exactly that, that it, it's, it's not a priority, you know, which is obviously graduating is a priority and, and everybody accomplishes that, but it takes that extra bit of effort, right, to really kind of take the time to plan now or plan early so you can kind of get the job that you want. And I, I see that plenty of times, you know, on LinkedIn. I see, you can see the students who kind of really took the time and, and uh, work, put in the work to kind of get land the job that they wanted. Uh, and that's either, you know, before they graduate or, or, you know, they announce it by the time they graduate. I'd say the best advice that I could give to students from my own personal experience is really just to know yourself. Um, you know, do as much self-awareness as you can, you know, take personality tests, know what's going to benefit you the most. Um, and then also knowing your worth, you know. Um, you know, don't set the bar too low and then be happy because you achieved it you know set the bar high um and then you can kind of achieve those goals that, that you might even surprise yourself yeah so you know we talked a lot about you know you graduating with not a job and thinking that you were going to interview this company and it didn't end up working out yeah but right now we we know that you ended up getting a job so tell us the end of the story you know what sure. happened at, from the point where you're like oh crap like the company that i thought i was going to work for it didn't end up working out from there to where you are now, tell us what happened. Sure. So, you know, I, I didn't get the job. I was a bit discouraged. Maybe there was like maybe three weeks or so where I wasn't really pushing myself to kind of look for those jobs. Then, you know, I, I, you know, I just got really motivated. I started pushing myself more um, and really making a goal of mine. I took those two weeks to kind of work on my resume. And then from there, I was definitely a lot more confident and started just really focusing on pinpointing the, the opportunities that would benefit me. So I got very specific on kind of the companies I was searching for. I had a, I had a, a couple phone interviews and then actually someone had reached out to me on LinkedIn. And I think a, a lot of that, um, you know, advice I'd give to students is don't, don't just focus, focus on networking or your interview skills or, you know, just having a really good resume, focus on uh, mirroring that on your LinkedIn, you know, it should be a, a, a whole portfolio, it should be a whole brand. And I think, you know, taking the time to really, you know, as I said, searching all those LinkedIn profiles, really working on mine, helped that opportunity, um, uh, or I should say, you know, taking that time really helped me get that opportunity because they saw value in me, so they reached out to me. Uh, I ended up applying, ended up interviewing, uh, having a phone interview with them. From there, I had a face-to-face -face interview really took the time to prepare for it. Um, and I went in there and I, I just knocked it out of the park. I had a really great interview. Um, it was really relaxed. Um, it was, you know, great conversation. Um, and they, 
they called me. Uh, they what they said at the end interview. I asked, which, which you told them, uh, which you always said, asked. You know, is there anything that um, you know that you feel like I might not, not might might not be a good candidate for? Um, and they said no, and they said that they would contact me in about a week. Um, and I interviewed on a Thursday, and they actually emailed me the, the exactly the next day. They actually emailed me that Friday. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to get the email till next week. I'm not checking my email. And I, I checked it maybe like 7 p.m. that night. So they offered me the position, and we were going back in correspondence. It was Memorial Day weekend, so a lot of them were on vacation. I didn't hear back. And I'm thinking, you know, but if, you know, they just sent me the email. I thought I got the job. Um, so long story short, you know, I had a conversation. Um, they offered me the position. Um, I was. I do want to add though that you know I was one of the few people who really negotiated for the salary, and I'd definitely tell students to don't be afraid to do that. You know, um, if it's something that you're nervous about or you don't have a lot of experience, reach out to someone, or you know, reach out to a mentor or, or someone that you know personally that can kind of help you with that. Um, and then from there, you know, I, I started uh, a couple of weeks after that, and I'm I work for Pearson, so that's the company that uh, I work for now. Um, and I work as a page search specialist. So, um, you know, exactly what I was looking for, you know, I had a lot of experience with paid social um, and wanted to get experience with paid search. And I worked for a really great team. Um, and it's just a really great opportunity. And especially how far I've come and, and you know, not only being first in my family to graduate, but, you know, working for a really um, a global company, a really a company that's really admired um, and doing something that's important to me too, which is education. So, yeah. I love it, man. I am, you know, very, very happy that it ended up working out for you and, and, you know, really thankful for the fact that you agreed to come and, and, and just talk about your story and talk about, you know, the ups and downs that every student faces, but sometimes we just don't hear. And so, again, thank you so much. And, 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 and I, I talk about this in my, like, when I talk about my story, like, even for me, like, I don't think it was all perfect and that everything worked out for me. There were so many times where I feared that I wasn't going to graduate with a job and, and things like that. And, and I think we need to start sharing that more. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, like, I think, you know, it ended up working out for you, right? Like you ended up taking maybe six months after graduation. Yeah. Um, and I just think about all the other students that I that don't, you know, that are still working, like 40% of students never work in a job that requires their degree, right? Yeah. And true. so um, I want students that are listening to this to, to say, okay, there could be a possibility, and the possibilities are high that I could be one of the students. So what can you do now? What can you do today, tomorrow, to change that outcome? And I think as a student, you have more control of it than once you graduate. So um, what is one thing, this is the last thing that I yeah. what is one thing that a student watching this or listening to this should take away from this episode? Uh, I, I'd say the most important thing, you know, we, we covered a lot of topics um, and there's, you know, definitely a lot of things you can kind of do career-wise, but I think one thing that I'll say specifically is to know that you're, you're not alone, you know? Um, you know, me and you were really both involved in, in college, um, in, in, you know, from my example, from my story, you know, that still didn't kind of guarantee me, um, you know, I, I'm auto automatically assured, yeah. you know, that they're just gonna be, you know, handing job offers left and right. Um, and. and I, I think I, I think I went in with that kind of expectation, you know, that uh, I was in a leadership position. But I would tell students that it's it's all part of the journey. You know, every, everybody's uh, situation is different. Everybody's experience is different. But um, one thing that I've kind of noticed across the board is that there's going to be times where you fail. Um, 
you know, so kind of because I didn't get that job initially that I, I was comfortable with that because I knew I had failed before at UCF and plenty of other times. Um, and I knew that, you know, I, I could learn from that experience. And that, that's definitely what helped. I was grateful that they gave me feedback from the interview and, and told me the reason why they didn't select me. And that helped me tremendously do good on that interview with Pearson. Yeah. Um, and that I was able to kind of say, okay, you know, I've prepared myself, I've covered all the bases as much as I can. If I don't get the interview, then it's because it's not meant for me, it's not because I didn't yeah. put the work in. Um, so I would tell students that um, whatever challenges you face, you know, whether you're a first generation student or you know, you come from a low income family, whatever the, the situations are, maybe you moved. I know a lot of people were from South Florida and they moved to come to UCF. Uh, whatever your situation is, there's plenty of people who have gone through the same thing you've gone through and have gone on to be successful. Um, I, I was thinking about Andrew, Andrew Sanchez, uh, you know, the graduate from Valencia, and he's kind of a, a role model for me and an inspiration for me seeing what he's gone through um, and, and, you know, having a, a, st a story that's somewhat similar, um, but knowing that he came through so much adversity and now he's in law school now. Um, so, you know, it's just, there's really no, don't put a limit on yourself. You know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Perfect, man. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, this has been amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And for everybody watching, thank you so much and catch you guys in the next episode.